Welcome to another edition of the Flathead Beacon Podcast. I'm your host, Micah Drew, recording this from the beautiful snow-covered Flathead Valley. It's Wednesday, December 22nd. Today, I'm going to bring you a brief conversation I had with Editor-in-Chief Kellen Brown about a year of news. We spend 52 weeks out of the year covering the news, but during the final week of the year, we at The Beacon like to recap everything we've reported on so far. All of our reporters are collecting the best and most noteworthy stories of the year to share in next week's edition of The Beacon. Today, I chatted with Kellen about what he thought were the biggest stories of the year and some of his thoughts going into 2022. Before we get to that, however, a reminder that this podcast is made possible in part by members of the Flathead Beacon Editors Club. Members support all of our journalism in all of its forms, print, online, and here in the podcast studio, and they do so for as little as $5 per month. Plus, there's some extra perks involved too. So to find out more or join today, check out beaconeditorsclub.com. I'm joined today by Editor-in-Chief Kellen Brown. Kellen, thanks for coming to hang out in the podcast studio. Yeah, it's been a while. Thanks for having me, Micah. Well, we are looking uh, the holiday weekend right in the eye. We're just compiling our year in review. Everybody in the newsroom is kind of combing through their beats from the last year on the most significant stories. But I wanted to bring you up just to chat about some of the trends you've seen this last year and kind of from your perspective, what are some of the things that have uh, impacted people in the Flathead Valley the most? What are some of these trends we saw this year? Well, I think the biggest is just growth, um, population growth and how we have been dealing with that uh, for better or worse. There's a lot more people here. Mm-hmm. You know, the census actually uh, just dropped its year-over-year population estimates from 2020 to 2021. And the United States as a whole is growing at the slowest pace ever recorded. It grew by 0.1%. Wow. However, Montana grew at 1.7% and added about 20,000 people in a pretty rural state, even though it's big. Percentage-wise, the only states growing faster is Idaho. Uh, Utah and Montana are tied for second. So we feel it, uh, we see it, and uh, it will it sustain. Is it going to continue through 2022? So that's, I, I think, if you talk to folks who have lived here for more than a decade, mm-hmm. uh, that is that has impacted them the most. Uh, in 2021. And it's an unknown in 2022, but uh, certainly seems like people are still coming. To break that down just a little bit, what are some of the problems that it's caused? We've covered lots of issues uh, relating to growth this year, but what are some of the issues that people have uh, really seen on a on an individual and, and local level because of it? Well, it's cost of living. So it's a double whammy because we, uh, the nation as a whole, uh, is dealing with inflation um, the you know as bad as it's been in 40 years so everything's more expensive already and now you couple that with housing that is much more expensive prices going up much faster than inflation uh, and when do folks when when are we reaching this breaking point when do, when are we going to turn into um, you know some of these Colorado counties that mm-hmm. have these uh, ski resorts that are completely unattainable for housing for a lot of people um, that are near them. And, uh, is our prices going to continue to go up in 2022? 
there are several multi-housing units in the works or being built. There are different ways that different municipalities are trying to address this issue. I don't know if there's a silver bullet, but you know, if, if folks who make this valley run can't find housing, um, whether it's renting or buying, and then we're going to lose a lot of character of the flathead. So I'm not trying to be a curmudgeon here. <laughs> I, I know that um, prices, uh, home prices go up. I know things change and, and, and that, that uh, there is a certain level of progress, um, you know, that, that you want to happen. You want to see like downtown Kalispell, you know, thriving and, and Columbia Falls uh, growing. But is, is, this, is this pace sustainable? For our local population, so that's that's one thing I, I'm looking for in 2022. So, what are some of the other stories that kind of caught your attention in the last year, or things that stood out to you as as news items that people might have read about, or maybe uh, have just become talking points around the valley? Well, along with the growth in the population, the growth in tourism, the number mm-hmm. of people visiting here, uh, the number of flights added in a single year, airlines added. Uh, it's very rare to add multiple airlines to a market this size, not just flights, complete new carriers at, um, at our airport as it more than doubles in size mm-hmm. is under construction. What does that mean? Well, it meant a ticketed system for the Sun Road. And now means a ticketed system to go up to Bowman Lake and, and the Polebridge area. So uh, is that, can our infrastructure hold all these new people and then all these, these tourists? And though, you know, as, as restrictions ebb, Will we have as many tourists? I think we will. Um, but it was that domestic tourism, tourism, you know, driven a lot by people afraid or restrictions in other countries. So instead of traveling um, out of country, they traveled here. Um, you know, you know it's, it, this is a beautiful area. National, we're not the only national park that, you know, set records or, or is dealing with growing pains. But are those summers um, that we used to have? you know, five, 10 years ago where you could get in the park, kind of, you know, you, you had a shoulder season that mm-hmm. you had the park to yourself or you had some of these more popular areas, um, um, not, not to yourself, but with just a few other locals, are, are those days gone? Um, are you just going to have to travel further to kind of find um, that solitude? I, I, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting to see the numbers or, and is this ticketing system just going to turn some people off? Uh, will fewer tourists come when they um, know it's more difficult to get on the Sun Road, which is the biggest attraction in the park. So that that would be really interesting to watch. Well, looking forward into 2022, there's a couple big stories that I know we'll be paying attention to. One of them is legal marijuana will be for sale January 1st, which will be um, a big change to how things have, have gone for the last even couple months. So sales of that will happen. And the, the other story I think we'll be paying attention to is that will be an election year and we have a new house seat up. Talk to us a little bit about those two things and what else you're going to be looking for. Yeah, I think with legal marijuana, it's just the, uh, you know, the logistics of it and, and time over time, the acceptance, I mean, of it, it, it passed by a wide margin. Mm-hmm. There was talk in the legislature, even like <laughs> very briefly about going against the will of the voters that was quickly, uh, uh squashed and, and it was bipartisan. Like this is, this is what the voters want. So now it's, where do we put them? Where do we, how do we balance, you know, um, the brick and mortar, um, pot shops with, uh, 
the surrounding areas, make sure that they're not all, you know, in in one area and what rules uh, they may or may not have to follow in each municipality. Everyone makes their own rules. The county's going to make their own rules, Whitefish, Kalispell, Columbia Falls. So that will be an adjustment period. Mm -hmm. And I, I have a hard time seeing a, a, a lot of, of issues with that, that the municipalities can't deal with. Uh, you know, if, if some problems arise, I'm, I'm pretty certain that, you know, they'll be addressed right away, uh, knowing the makeup of kind of our various boards and commissions and councils. Yeah. So, uh, and what was the other question you asked about? Oh, the election. The new, the, yes. the new house district. I mean, that will be, yeah, that will, that will be huge. Uh, right now the Republicans running for the new Western district are all from the flathead. Mm -hmm. Um, Democrats are from a few different places. Uh, I, I actually thought, you know, that the lines were drawn pretty fairly. And I know, I know Democrats wanted to pull Kalispell into the Eastern. That was never, never going to work. And so, Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the only county that may, or maybe two counties, the only county that may, you know, have a valid reason to complain might be Lewis and Clark because it tilts a hair left. It's the, the home you know, the state capital, and they ended up in the Eastern District. But someone had to end up over there that maybe yeah. maybe thought that they shouldn't. So so I thought it was pretty fair. Um, Republicans, Republicans are still going to have an advantage in the Western District. But um, I do think it can be relatively competitive within a five, you know, five percentage point margin. And it will, you know, be based on turnout in a lot of He's there in Flathead, which is going to be the conservative stronghold in Lincoln, conservative. But then you're going to have a more moderate, maybe a little left Gallatin with Bozeman. Then you have Missoula, of course, and they're left. And, but then you have Valley. It's just it's going to be interesting. But it gives an opportunity for whoever's running to really campaign. It's We have the more condensed district mm-hmm. uh, by e- far. Easier travel for easier sure. Easier travel for sure. You can hit most of the district in a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a long day, but you can do it. It's not like you're driving over to Billings. It's eight and a half hours from here. So, so you should be able to, you know, get to know the candidates, know the issues, know what they, you know, stand for. And, um, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll be watching that, especially because so many of the candidates are from our area. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited uh, to that we got a second district and that uh, we'll be able to cover some uh, folks that are from our own backyard. Anything else you're going to be looking forward to or you think is coming down the pipeline that people should be aware of? You know, I think just the consequences of growth and 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 everything we've kind of talked about prices uh it's, it's the shortage of workers you know mm-hmm. i mean our unemployment rate in the flathead right now is something like two percent which is basically zero and so uh unless <laughs> there's more people enter the workforce mm-hmm. um some of these jobs are going to be harder and harder to fill um and how you know these seasonal jobs especially are we going to see again in the coming year, some of these places that were are open seven days a week, open five, open four. You see it with restaurants. You're, you're starting to see it elsewhere as well. Um, just, you know, whether it's the mountain or, um, you know, just, uh, you know, retailers, it's just you have more limited and limited hours because you have fewer and fewer employees wanting to do those jobs. So how do we address that? 
raise wages. Obviously, that's a, a, a one way to do it. You know, the J-1 visa program's back. So that's a, another way to get seasonal employees, at least at places like the mountain and probably a little bit in the park. Seeing if that continues, because that was kind of just a shock. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like all of a sudden, no one could hire and they just cut back on hours. And whether it was restaurants, I mean, it was, it was up and up and down the line. So is, is that going to change? I, I don't know. Or is, I mean, is that or is that just kind of how it's going to be now? Well, we've got a couple weekends to decompress from this last year for the holidays before we jump straight into next year. So, Kellen, thanks for coming up and chatting, and I hope you have a relaxing couple weekends. Uh, yeah, I will. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. And uh, I hope I, I'm not trying to be negative. <laughs> Close it out the year on a negative note. Uh, there's a lot to be thankful for living here and the, the, with this great community. So, yeah, thanks for having me, Micah. With that, we will wrap up podcasts for 2021. Next week, we will be off, but you can count on me being back with some brand new content in January. Today, instead of the usual news of the week, I'm going to share some of this week's police blotter, one of the best things that I get to compile each week. I hope you enjoy it. On a Wednesday, 3.13 p.m., a man wanted his sewing kit and his pants back from his neighbor. 6.17 p.m., a large fluffy dog jumped over the fence of its yard, but was unable to jump back. 8.50 p.m., somebody who looked like they were shooting up with a needle was just rolling a cigarette and looking at rocks. 9.32 p.m., teenagers were playing a game very loudly. 11.55 p.m., a car was parked the wrong way. On a Thursday... 9.16 9.16 a.m., a student in their science class accidentally called 911. 10.04 a.m., a dog wearing a cone was running around. 12.32 p.m., somebody reported losing a ring two weekends ago. 2.32 p.m., three trucks were racing each other through town. 2.34 p.m., a speeding truck almost ran over a dog walker and then hit a house. 3.57 p.m., a skier on Big Mountain lost a ski halfway down the slopes. 4.19 p.m., someone reported her aunt's 20 years of marijuana use. 4.39 p.m., a cat refused to wake up. 5.43 p.m., kids were hooky-bobbing on some cars in the parking lot. On a Sunday, 2.35 a.m., someone in a school parking lot was upset that snowplows were working on a non-school day. 2.05 a.m., a horse was waiting to cross an intersection. 11.10 a.m., someone dumped trash on a boat ramp. 12.35 p.m., a mattress was blocking traffic. And at 3.59 p.m., someone called 911 to report the latest in a string of rabbit decapitations. That's all I've got for you this week. I hope you all have a fun, safe, and festive holiday season, and we'll see you in 2022.